This is it. The year is over and done. Done and dusted. You can throw that calendar away. 2021, it's finished. Nothing here you can do anymore. <laughs> Question is, despite of where you currently are, in terms of your running, in terms of your fitness, your run performance, how brave are you going to be planning 2022? It's a great show coming up. Here is the intro. Welcome to Hypno Running, the show where we do more than just talk about running. We help you find solutions to develop your full potential, making you a better, faster, and smarter runner. And here is your host, Heiko. is my name h-e-i-k-o thanks for listening to the show i am very glad to have you on board if you are a new listener hey this show is for you only if if you are interested in becoming a better stronger and smarter runner why because here i talk about number one developing a strong and helpful attitude building mental stamina i talk about your goal setting, oh, goal setting, boring, yep, goal setting, <laughs> and your tenacity. Those and a few others are the ingredients to become a better runner because they're going to help you form a good discipline. Of course, the big marketing budgets of various sports manufacturers will convince you otherwise or try to convince you to send them their money. <laughs> it's not in the shoes. I've had so many different pair of run shoes. None has really helped me become faster. Oh, I can hear some of you right now. Oh, you should really try them. They're really good. No, they're not going to help you improve as a runner. It's not the compression socks, no matter how fancy they look. Okay, it's the watch. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> uh, you, 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 deep down, you know these things are not going to help you. It's not even your training plan either. Sorry if you've just bought one over Christmas. <laughs> You're just like, okay, here's my credit card. You know what I mean? Into the details. I got the training plan. You know, there are hundreds, thousands, millions of training plans out there. And they're based on some other philosophy. And some might work for you and some might not. But it's not that secret. And you know what is? And right here on the show, we talk about the real heart of the matter. There's no messing about. There's no ads for a training plan. There's no ads for a sports drink that tastes, you know, you know this. If you don't have a proper thought system in place, a process on how to overcome those low moments, how to overcome difficulties, how to persevere when everything seems to be against you, the weather, your family, your friends, the running club, the running shoes, the compression socks, the route, the time, even the watch isn't working. In case you're thinking, oh no, this show doesn't seem to be for me. Hang on, stay in there. You know, this is not just for the radical, I run incredible miles every month. You know, I post a selfie daily along with my mileage. You know, I did another... Uh, 14 miles today, not feeling so good, but I pulled through. No, no, no. This is not just for the crazy ultra runners or the marathon maniacs. This show is for you, the daily runner who was listening to this. And you know what? I'm I'm just content going for a run every now and then. Yep, then this is for you. Because your benefits, you're going to be improving your, your self-awareness. You're going to improve your, your self-worth. And of course, this is going to lead to a much higher self-confidence. And it's to you that I, I want to appeal to you. Yes, you. You know, life is too short just to go on a couple of runs. Before you know it, you're going to be old and running will be a thing of the past. That's a downer moment, isn't it? Right there, you know. Getting up and walking to the kitchen, to the bathroom will require planning and effort. Family members are going to shout out, oh, where are you going? Watch out, I'm going to help you. <laughs> 
Wow. One of my favorite running routes is I run past an old age home. It's just if I run through this little village here where I live and I cross a river and then you do a right-hand turn and right there in the summer months, the residents of the old age home, they're sitting out, outside. Now look, honestly, just between you and me, I don't look like an amazing athlete when I run. Looking strong, you know. <laughs> nope, not as strong as I suppose. And you can tell whether I've been struggling or... Uh, you know, you, you can tell I'm not a two, uh, 230 marathon runner. <laughs> but depending on what shape I'm in, uh, if the residents are sitting outside the old age home, they look at me in amazement. And in this summer, I had three times a moment where a gentleman and the other time it was a lady, they raised, they gave me a thumbs up. And the one gentleman even clapped. Can you picture it? I mean, <laughs> you know, me... <laughs> A slower runner coming past there and I'm getting encouragement from people in an old age home. Which made me realize in a couple of years, I'm also going to be sitting there. It might be 40, 30 or perhaps 20 years. And just imagine it. Are you not going to regret not having spent more time developing your full potential? Are you not going to regret spending all that time focused on work or on other tasks? Won't you regret not exploring what you were capable of? Of really finally getting up that one hour before, you know, and run into perhaps sunrise. You know, won't you regret... Not going out for a run, you know, even if it's raining. You know, won't you regret having, you know, just taking so much time away from your family and just achieved mediocre results? Because you're spending the time anyway. Why would you spend your time for mediocre results? The character you build, the, the faith you have in your abilities, looking back at the goals you once set and achievements, the journey is there that you became a, you, you became a different kind of person with a different kind of attitude different kind of of spirit and you know you know it was hard but you did it you went out when you heard you went out when the weather wasn't to your liking you showed up when no one was looking when no one held you accountable just you boom you yourself wow think of your running a lot of your past experiences the training you put in the the races you did the results you got your present circumstances how's your fitness right now your attitude and your future hopes and running dreams what is the wise thing to do for 2022 <laughs> especially if 2021 wasn't the year where you achieved your best. Honestly, tell me, what's the clever decision? Drum roll, drum roll, suspense, suspense. Exactly, to make a plan for 2022, a run plan. Rather than browsing Amazon for the last minute deals or trying to avoid, you know, any New Year party invite, you know, just sit down and use your imagination. What is it that you could explore, that you could set as a challenge? become curious is it maybe a marathon perhaps a fastest 50k time <laughs> fastest 50k time oh well who knows that's what i did <laughs> at a birthday that i had i decided i'm going to do a 50k that was my 50k marathon <laughs> maybe you want to improve your 5k time and just spend 2022 and get your fastest 5k time ever how satisfying that was for me hey it even helped me improve my fastest 10k time and for those of you that already work with goals and goal settings, you know this. There are setbacks, there are hurdles, and sometimes it seems you have a bad luck streak or maybe you've given up. Perhaps you've already you know, delivered the best closing argument since Tom Cruise and A Few Good Men. You can't handle the truth. <laughs> Your age all seemed easy in the 30s. Your current fitness level, that flu really took a toll on you. Or your hope of qualifying for that marathon or 
finally reaching a sub 40 on that 10k might be you have given up it's over over uh, and just because you reflected on the past experiences you focused on one side of the story obviously so maybe today's show maybe right now this is the moment the last show of 2021 it's going to give you some encouragement to plan to envision and, and dream of some of some lofty running goals for 2022 there are runners that know now exactly what i'm talking about and there are runners that have never experienced this tell me which one of the two do you belong to if you haven't felt that you you need not to be overwhelmed and you're not a, a naval or a military lawyer are you those closing arguments replace them with words of encouragement with a different approach a different strategy better or first identify what your closing arguments really are and view them from a distance work with a coach accountability coach the secret is to adjust to test to try different approaches that will open up new perspectives if it doesn't start in your brain in whose brain must it start you know <laughs> then and, and this will give you access to your inner motivation you know the next thing one year two years from now you're looking back perhaps maybe you're sitting just picture this for a second isn't that the best scenario sometimes you're sitting on a return flight you're flying back home in a plane and your legs are becoming tight why because you just finished a marathon in a foreign country and that finish a medal it's hanging around your neck and you're so proud you know what you just accomplished you can't wait until the plane touches down and if you can get up from your seat you know go home and and just share this experience so think about some run event that you want to get out there and finish it Run it just for yourself, you know, building your confidence, your self-worth, paying into your self-awareness account. That if you complete it, if you make that time or that distance, that'll give you a special meaning. And Kev, and, you know, watch out here, yeah, hang on here. Yeah. I, I don't want you to fall into the low-level Facebook or TikTok motivational quotes, you know, like those bodybuilders, <laughs> like the bodybuilders. Whilst they sleep, I work out, you know. <laughs> no, I don't mean that, you know. Just, just for a second, think of a, a, a goal that you really would want to achieve and make it a goal that you know, actually, I've been postponing it. I should have done it. Take that one. You know, for me, there's that specific marathon, an ultra event. And mentioned it last week's show. It, it's enough to make me feel excited because I know I can achieve a better time and I know right now there's COVID and it's in another country, I would have to travel there. So it's most probably not gonna happen next year. Maybe it's gonna happen the year after, who knows? But I get excited just thinking about it. Now, your turn, dive into that goal as though you have achieved it. You know, don't shut the idea down with a negative thought. Maybe it's the New York or the Boston Marathon. Maybe this even means you have to have to travel there from a foreign country, airfare, you know, and how oh, will I ever do that? And I need a PCR test. No, 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 don't go negative. Roll with it. Realize something in your brain. And there's so much power that will be unleashed with this. Really, there will. <laughs> Did you know that since at least in the year 1886 till 1949, the running community was convinced, convinced, a four-minute mile is not possible. And that the challenge it involved at that time, the most clever, the most brilliant coaches in the world, they were looking at this problem, how to get a sub-four-minute mile. And it involved the most gifted athletes in North America, in Europe, and in Australia. <laughs> you know, And for years, the milers 
that's what they were called. They had been striving against that clock, that elusive four minutes. And it, it had become a psychological barrier, not just a physical one. It was like this, this mountain, you know, that the closer you got to the top, the more daunting it seemed. And then in the 1940s, the mile record was pushed to 401. Can you believe it? 401, <laughs> where it stood for, for nine years. And the runners, they struggled with that idea. Nine years it was 4-0, and we all know it's, uh, who broke the record. But you know, for nine years it was there. And then the thoughts, of course, started to go into the line of perhaps the human body has reached its limits. And then at last somebody did it. And once they saw it could be done, they, the others, they started to do it as well. Just 46 days after Bannister, after he achieved the, the sub-four-minute mile, there was an Australian runner, John Landy. Not only did he break the, the barrier again with a time of 3 minutes and 58 seconds, then just a year later, three runners broke the 4-minute barrier in a single race. You know, <laughs> three runners in a single race. And then over the last half century, more than a 1,000 runners have conquered a barrier that had once been considered hopelessly out of reach. Now tell me, was there a sudden growth uh, spurt in some other DNA? Nope. Was it that they invented compression socks? Nah, uh Was it those running sunglasses? Nope. Was it the compression shirt? Uh, no. And there wasn't genetic engineering experiment that suddenly made superhuman runners, you know? No, what changed was, drum roll, drum roll, a mental model, you know? <clears throat> We have a system in our bodies, and that's called the reticular activative system. And that helps our brain decide what information to focus on and what to delete. Now, the runners of the past, they had been held back by a mindset that said they could not surpass the four-minute mile. When that limit was broken, the others saw that they could do something they had previously thought impossible. Whew. Where could you use this? Where could you take that certainty? What, what would it take short of proof to make you believe this? <laughs> and as we're winding down today's podcast, I really want to take, ask you to take this powerful thought with you, your run dream, your plan to achieve your, your running highlight that you're going to remember in that old age home one day. And it is possible. Just repeat after me. It is possible. It is possible. Just clarify and reevaluate your end of the year goals. You know, keep those rewards in sight. Think about your future. All right. It's year end. Just ask yourself, what run memories are you going to be creating? And clear up that confusion. You know, oh, I'm not really sure. No, limit your thoughts. You know, a few things spring to mind and, and focus on, on one good thing. Focus on the Thursdays. Focus on a, on a 5K time. And clear out your space, you know, f just focus on getting that, that one day right. Just remove all those annoyances. So there you go. It is possible. Go for it. Dream a bit. Envision a bit. And most of all, be filled with optimism and curiosity. Hey, and if you're looking for something to read and you're like, ah, you know, I, I don't, I don't want to read a, a big 600-page book. How about, how about, just a suggestion, going on to Amazon, 
enter my name, Heiko Stribble, and then you're going to find a book. It's called Run 365. Wow. And it's all about a 365-day run streak. I'm, I'm, a, I'm, I'm pretty happy with myself. I've done a couple of 365-day run streaks, and I've done them just for myself. No, you're not going to find them on Instagram, me with uh, running every day. Here's another 10K done. <laughs> 20Ks in the rain, felt tired, but did no, nothing like that. No, I just did it for myself. And once I did one, I realized I can do a second one. I can do a third one. And what it was is every time the, the, the running had to be 5K or more. So there was never a day where I did it less. And there were days where I did a 90-kilometer a run. And the next day, that 5K, actually, it wasn't even so bad to do a 5K after that 90K run. And maybe some days I did a marathon. The next day, I would only do a 6K run. But Every day, 5K or more, the whole year round. And living here in Europe, you know, where the weather can be quite tricky, it can be, the only challenge I had was one day where it was extremely icy and the other time where it was extremely windy in the second year. If you want to know how to do that, if you just want to get some more inspiration and re-evaluate whether this is possible for you, it's an easy-to-read book. It is written with easy words, the words more or less how I speak on this podcast. Why? I want it to be usable. I want it to be user-friendly. There's no quotes about the in 1979, the Harvard study. No, nothing like that. There are no quotes from professors and doctors and, and going into pros and contras, and then it all oh, miraculously comes out. No, it's really a helpful guide to wrap your thought around how am I going to run one whole year? How am I actually going to be able to do this? Now tell me, how are you going to, if, if you're the sometimes runner, you run sometimes on a Tuesday, sometimes on a Thursday, and yep, Sundays, okay, fine. How are you suddenly going to go to running seven days a week and going to be doing it 52 weeks in a whole year? And next thing, bam, you've run a whole running year. It is possible, and there are great benefits. Don't even Google now what could happen or how bad is it to run every, ah, forget all of that. Just go out and do it. Dream big, envision it. Remember, I said optimism and curiosity. And to help you run 365 days, your run guide to a full year running streak. Romans 15 verse 13, May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing, so that by the power of the Holy Spirit, you may abound in hope. That's what I want for you. Abound in hope. Hey, thanks for joining me in 2021. Second year of the show. Can you believe it? In over 45 countries. Unbelievable for me. I have no idea how you found me, but I'm thankful and wish each and every one of you a happy running year. And you know what? Finish the year with a last minute run. You'll be glad you did it. My name is Heiko. God bless you. Remember, take it easy.